Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. I hope that I won't be that wrong anymore And maybe I've learned this time I hope that I find what I'm reaching for The way that it is in my mind Some Day I'll get over you I'll live to see it all through But I'll always miss Dreaming my dreams with you But I won't to change me not if I can I'd rather believe in love and give it away as much as I can to those that I'm fondest of Someday I'll get over you I'll live to see it all through But I'll always miss Dreaming my dreams with you In this era, you wrote perhaps one of your most monumental songs in terms of how it's been recorded and interpreted subsequently. 
called Dreaming My Dreams With You. That's right. Tell me about this song. What does it mean to you? That's another song that came to me melody first, and I liked it, and I filed it on a cassette, and then I kind of forgot about it. Some weeks went by, and I was uh, in a an emotional place at that point in time with regard to a number of issues. One morning, I sat down at my desk at the office, and the first verse and chorus just fell out to that melody, and I, I still didn't recognize that as a melody that I had already filed. I found that a few days later when I was at home, and I thought, oh, wow, and there it is. And so anyway, the first verse in the course, that's how I felt that morning. And then I didn't write anymore uh, for a while, there for about a month, while I continued to wrestle with the emotional problems I was dealing with. And I decided that I needed to get out of town go spend a little time at the beach and just get my thoughts together. So I left in the afternoon of a given day driving east and drove all night and watched the sun come up on the east coast. And I wrote the second verse as I drove. And it was really my response to the first verse. And the first verse says, I hope I won't be that wrong anymore. Maybe I've learned this time. I hope that I find what I'm reaching for the way that it is in my mind. Someday I'll get over you. I'll live to see it all through, but I'll always miss dreaming my dreams with you. And then the second verse that came to me was, but I won't let it change me, not if I can. I'd rather believe and love and give it away as much as I can to those that I'm fondest of. So that was it. My first verse stated the situation, and the second verse was my answer. And it resolves it. Uh-huh. You don't have to answer this, Alan, if you don't want to, but you want to share what was bothering you that inspired the first verse? It was it was several things. My my marriage was foundering and um and then uh, this label that Cowboy had started and asked me to run, you know, we had discovered Don Williams. I had signed Don as a writer and and then produced him as an artist and it was a big discovery that first album of his it was really good and don was really good and i thought this album i'm going to love this album as much 10 years from now as i do today but jack was as much as i loved him he was not a very uh, good businessman and he had gotten into some financial trouble because he had decided to make a movie and he blew a lot of money doing that. And the label was in trouble. Don Williams had decided to leave the label. So I had Jack Clement on my mind and Don Williams and my marriage, I guess. All three of those things were pretty heavy for me. Extremely heavy, I would say. Be for anybody, I think, you know, who's going through that. A lot of weight on your mind. So uh, the song is not specifically about any of those things. It's just kind of the sadness I felt at that time because I I had committed heavily, invested myself in that label, believed in it, and 
you know, when Jack started the label, he wasn't interested in just hit records. He wanted a sound. And when we delivered Don Williams, it didn't sound like anybody else or anything else in country radio. And so we had succeeded in doing what Jack wanted to do, but his uh, mistakes and all with business-wise had left us with very little hope. During that time, I signed Waylon Holyfield as a writer, Jim Rushing as a writer, Bob McDill. I had signed Don Williams, Dickie Lee and I were there, and Jack Clement. So we had a, a hell of a writing stable, and all of that just kind of evaporated when Jack had to close the doors on the label. Wow. I was pretty, pretty bummed out. But this is a song of hope because of the second verse that you wrote in that drive to Virginia Beach. Or was it Virginia Beach or was it just a beach in Virginia? <laughs> it was a beach in Virginia. It was actually uh, Litchfield, I think, down near Pauly's Island. You know what I love about this song, Alan, is the whole notes. So much of music can be how fast can you play and... The elegance of this is that you can write great songs with whole notes, I think. Yeah. One of the biggest shortcomings in the music business for me is the anxiety of producers and artists who feel like they've got to fill every hole and make it as loud as possible in order to get your attention. And I have always had a different opinion. I've always respected the audience and thought, they listen, they'll get it. You don't have to yell at them. And I love records that have space. The air, the space that's in them is as beautiful to me as the notes that are played. The Whalen version and the Crystal Gale version I find to be really different. And you produced the Crystal version with this tinkling piano, whereas Whalen's is more guitar based. It's very, it's almost different sort of production in such a way that it makes the song new and different and fresh. When you're working with an artist, your first effort is with a rhythm section, because that's all you need, really, to lay a bass for a singer to sing with. From that point, you're just working to the singer's voice and to the way they feel the song. I already was familiar with Waylon's version, of course, and it had come out as a single when uh, Crystal and I cut it, and she just loved the song and wanted to cut it. All the arrangement aspects are just um, reacting to her voice and her performance and anything that I could think of that might enhance that or frame it in a nice way. Plus, always, when you're producing, you're receiving brilliant ideas from the musicians you're working with. So on her record, I was working with Kenny Malone, the drummer percussionist, doing some overdubs, and he had the idea for the bells that are kind of ringing in the background. So that was his idea, and it sounded good to me. And that's kind of how you do producing. You, you have your own thoughts and ideas, but you have a lot of input coming, if you invite it, from uh, the musicians that you're working with. And that's how that Crystal Gale version came out with that tinkling piano and the moody, dreamy bells and the tinkling piano were contributed by the session musicians on that. And you, being the artist that you are, said, that sounds great. As the producer, I'm the ultimate say-so. I either like that or I don't. But the musicians are wonderful. 
the way they work. I, I could talk for hours about that and the gifts they bring, not only their skills uh, at playing, but their ideas. As a producer, I'm always seeking those ideas and encouraging them. I'm open to them. Now, I know your songs are like your children. It's impossible to say what's your favorite. I've seen an interview where you said, you know, if you had to pick one, this might be it. Of all the different versions that have been done, is it like your children? It's hard to say which one's your favorite of Dreaming My Dreams with you? Oh, I'd have to say Waylon's, uh, but there are many others. I love Patty Loveless to the version I just love. And Marion Faithful had a number one record in Ireland and I think it did real well in England. Colleen Hewitt, an artist in Australia, had a number one record there. I loved them all, but I guess I would always be partial to Waylon because he's the one that first gave it life. And from that point on, it had his endorsement. You know, it was Waylon. He had given it the first embrace, which always helped carry it. The way Waylon Jennings says someday... It's a hook. You never forget it, you know? Yeah. Waylon was one of my favorite singers. I tuned into him when I was still in Memphis. I, I was really liking him. The first song of mine was a song that he cut, was a song Bob McDillan I wrote, and I mentioned it earlier. It was, I recall, A Gypsy Woman. McDill and I loved the song and worked hard on it. We got together several times to get that song where we wanted it. And we could sing it to you, but Waylon sang it. He nailed it. I just can't begin to describe the feeling I had. I was there when he recorded it. And at the time, Waylon was encountering a bunch of flack from country radio stations. There were people on country radio saying he can't sing. And there were people who thought he was kind of an upstart. He, you know, he had recorded MacArthur's Park, and it was a beautiful recording, but he caught a lot of flack for that. And that's when he said in response, country is the singer. It's not the song. I'm country, and I can sing whatever I want to. <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 